Hello guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com and I am very, very pleased to introduce you to another part one of another fantastic New Music Saturday during the lockdown sessions era where we have our good friend Mr Stuart Clatt-Lewis from the Premium Blend Radio Show uh, joining us live on air as a co-host and uh, we've got our good friends uh, Grace and Danger on the show tonight. We did a little interview uh, at the beginning of part one. Um, I say interview, it sounds very formal but it's not really formal, it's a good conversation. Uh, where we chat to them over Skype about all things to do with their new album. Uh, we talk about Spinal Tap, I seem to remember at one point, and we definitely talk about Bacon as well. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Um, hope you enjoy the show. There's loads of great music and loads of great bands, uh, and it's just yeah, it's really good fun tonight. We've got some banging stuff, so uh, we really hope we can uh, really hope we can help support uh, anyone who is a bit bored, a bit lonely during these weird uh, coronavirus times. We are trying to shine the light in some darkness by sharing some brilliant new music with you so thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it go over to newmusicsaturday.com and sign up to our mailing list and we'll speak to you very soon cheers guys looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I don't want to lie to you, boys. Uh, six days a week, the place is a hockey rink. Yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show. Welcome to New Music Saturday. It's myself, the Dr. Rock, Dr. Bones, the guitarist, everybody wish they were, Mike Five, and our special guest co-host for the next few weeks, uh, Mr. Stu Eastbourne Clack. Yeah. <laughs> Eastbourne Massive. What's <laughs> happening, guys? I'm all good. I'm all good at this end. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about what we've been doing this week, and I said I've been staying home again. It's been great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, same for me as well. I've just been staying at home. Didn't feel like going out to be honest. So no, it's not much on, is it? That's the problem. Everything's shut down. You did uh, you did tell me off air about Blake in Glasgow that was it, was it put in prison because he got caught for the second time going to a house party while he's supposed to be on lockdown. <laughs> yeah, so up in Douglas, uh, he got caught on the 4th of April being at a house party, and then on the uh, the 16th, he got caught sneaking out the back door of the house party, and now he's in prison for five weeks. I mean, um, that's, a man, that's a man that really likes house parties, isn't it? 
Obviously, so much so it's got him banged up for five weeks. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, other than that, all good. How about you, Bainsy? You right? Yeah, I'm very well, and I want to introduce our musical guest for the night, Grace in Danger. Welcome, Aiden and Rory. Welcome hey. to the show, guys. Hey! Very well, what's happening? <clears throat> oh, we're just happy to be here. Happy to be inside, because we, we're out all the time, so... <laughs> yeah, you're going to get us in trouble with the police here, mate. So <laughs> they're working, aren't they? Yeah, you think... Oh. And it's a proper Eastbourne influence tonight as well. Eastbourne Massive. <laughs> Eastbourne Massive. <laughs> you know, it's Three funny. against two tonight. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was funny because I was talking to Kim about that earlier today. And, and she goes, like, well, isn't Stu from here? So he's like, no, no, it's Eastbourne. She goes, oh, it's because before we went to England last September... She was looking up where the studio was uh, uh, for your, for a premium blend, and she's like, "Oh, that's why." Hailsham, <laughs> <laughs> which is only about nine miles away. Right. Eastbourne's Hailsham. nice. Yeah, yeah Eastbourne. <laughs> you don't Hailsham talk to Hailsham. Area. <laughs> I like Hailsham. It's a nice area. Always something, up, right? always something going on. I give it. I give it. It's due. There is always something going on in Hailsham. All the time, <laughs> apart from when there's a lockdown. Police roaming the streets. I was told that um, Hailsham had a bit of a reputation when I first moved to this part of the world. I was told they had a reputation for, um, well, drug abuse, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was trying to think of a delicate way to put that, but I failed there. But that's what I've heard. I think that was that was twenty years ago, so I'm sure it's better now. Where where Rory and I used to rehearse, um, it was based on this industrial estate, and um, I probably shouldn't be saying this live on there, but we <laughs> just wanted to places. Um, but uh, essentially, there was there was a drugs bus right by where we used to rehearse, uh, and. Like shit hit the fucking it fan. Wasn't, it wasn't just a big drug time. Fight. There were guns. I had a gun. Yeah, there's gun range as well. Oh, oh no. <laughs> But other than that, it's great. It's like <laughs> great place to bring up a family. Yeah, it's got a great radio show on a Thursday evening between eight and ten. I know that much. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll plug that one later. We'll plug that one later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll hold back this one. <laughs> so, lads, do you want to do you want to introduce yourself to start off with and, and tell the the world right. the whole world is listening? So, tell the world who you are, what you do. <laughs> I'm I'm Aiden Purdy. Um, I am the drummer of Grace and Danger, uh, and for all intents and purposes, the manager. <laughs> okay, and I am I am Rory Purdy. I'm the frontman, guitarist, and singer of Grace and Danger, and basically the one that mucks about and tries to do something on stage that makes people happy with it. You know, that can go either way. <laughs> I think thought you were the one that mucks about and tries to piss off the manager. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, that, that's, that's the given at most times. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. a couple of members tonight. Uh, we've got uh, Tom Stevens on keyboards, um, who unfortunately can't be with us tonight due to a... Uh, this, apparently there's an illness going around. I'm, yeah, there's, there's something going around. Some I don't know what it is. Bat but, virus. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. I think he's yeah. another bat on stage or something. I don't know. 
But, uh, I thought yeah. it was a Mexican lager virus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, well, our, our, I'm going to say baseball. He's actually our ex-baseball, unfortunately. But um, uh, yeah, Gary Stafford was on the base with us for about a year. Um, and kind of, he, he sort of left this uh, kind of not long before this, this all kind of kicked off. Um, and we did manage to have a little uh, cheeky audition with another guy, but that, that was literally the week before lockdown hit. So it's kind of all up in the air, base, where, uh, base player-wise at the moment, but uh, we'll find one eventually. <laughs> drama, drama. Well, what you can do is it's quite easy to get people to audition at the moment because you know, a lot of people are at home. Uh, it's quite easy to do a little audition tape, send it in. You know, very, very few excuses for not being able to do that, really. I mean, could we possibly live stream it so we, me and Aina are just sitting there judging them while they're playing? <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were the top of the browser, so that'd be great, yeah. Sounds like the best version of the X Factor I've ever seen. We just had a note from our friends at, uh, at Hands of Blue who said clearly law enforcement agencies should be tuning in to win the mess tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Which I think is fair. Um, I, I have some like, fa- I, I, I do this sometimes and often I do it too late and then get response, but I actually have some fan submitted questions. Um, okay, brilliant. The show. I did it like five minutes before we were due to go on air, so I've got two. Um, but may- maybe I'll ask those and then I'll let Bainsey and Stu ask some more sensible questions, but um, <laughs> one from our one from our good friend Operation Neptune Spare, who I think we're going to interview in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, um, says, "How do you like your bacon?" We we saw that question. We had a little yeah, chat we had a, about we, that. we had a little gnash about yeah. that. One. <laughs> so, I mean, the obvious aren't crispy, but okay. Someone else might say, "Like our bacon, might be like our women greasy." <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure which was worse there. Absolutely. Yeah. We we don't like that that saggy life. In in abundance. In abundance. Nice, nice. And in a pun. With a lot and of brown sauce. Or just in a on a plate, just with more bacon. It's it's finer too. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's there's nothing more satisfying sometimes than just a nice big you know you think i'm gonna have a great meal i'll have some bacon on plate that will that will really sort me out for the exactly. rest of the rest of the day, good well, all right um, roll, but you know <laughs> I don't know. i'm not sure it, 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 one could not serve the purpose of the other necessarily could it right. but i mean after, after a good bit of crispy bacon you probably need some blue roll for your hands so <laughs> One does the other. <laughs> Good question. You're good. I'm glad we asked that one. And the other question I had was: uh, it looks like this person's from Canada because I'm saying that because they've got a maple leaf in the in their handle, but they might not be. Oh, I, th- I think um, I know who this is. <laughs> so called Jesse, uh, and they said uh, it's kind of two questions, but I'm going to let them. I'm going to I'm going to slide. But it says, uh, what are they most proud of achieving as a band so far? Uh, and what would they like to achieve over the next five years? That's quite a sensible question, I suppose, to ask there. I mean, I, I think the other that. one's more sensible, but we'll, we'll, we'll answer it. We'll, we'll humour them. Uh, well, I, well, I'd probably say recording the album. There, I mean, that's our first 
yeah. kind of mass recording. I mean, this this album that we've just recorded, it it's been about two years in, in the, the making. Yeah, it really has. Um, it's with multiple bass players. <laughs> it's sort of peaks and troughs um, through, you know, battles and struggles, but also little victories. Um, and that's I, I like to say that the tracks sort of embellish that and accentuate that, uh, especially with. Uh, tracks like Found My Way, which you played last week. Right. Um, it, it's all about sort of a journey um, and <clears throat> finally getting to what you're looking for. So, yeah, so that's a happy little track. And then you've got Losing Grip, um, which is all about basically going crazy and <laughs> thinking, when the hell is this going to get better? <laughs> all right. Quite <laughs> <laughs> poignant right now, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, the next, next five years. I mean, uh, hopefully have a, a bass player. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the spinal tap syndrome it's a bass player not a drummer right combusting on stage for this I mean I, we can't answer that one like we don't know how that's happening my favourite bit in that spinal tap thing is where they're talking about the different drummers and he goes yeah that was one of those where the police said it was just not worth investigating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he died of a green thumb accident yes yeah. I haven't seen that film in so like so so long. Oh, I'm man. killed I, to watch that again. I I, I have to have the, like the, the digitally remastered version of it on DVD. So <laughs> that's fantastic. But, yeah, uh, I mean, the next five um, years, I hope we'll get some sort of success from all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> some some sort some, of success, <laughs> you know, something out there. Um, possibly, you know, if we get signed with someone, you know, big dreams. But why not? You know, you've got to dream big in this world if you're going to get anywhere. Um, so, so hopefully something like that and, you know, possibly meeting some of our, you know, biggest influences. Yeah, I mean, I think kind of obviously success, people measure success differently. But for me, I think just to be kind of regularly, you know, out on the road playing right. to people that want to listen to our music uh, and, and making a living from it, to be honest, for me, is just... That you know, that is success to me. I mean, I'm waiting for that Robbie Williams moment where I don't actually have to sing my song. So I can just put the microphone out to the crowd and they can sing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> there was a great, um, I think it was Noel Gallagher um, who, when the when there was the Manchester bombings and all that, and everyone yeah. you know, came around you know afterwards, and they all, you know, half of Manchester sat there and sung Wonderwall. And his daughter, he was about know, 14, 15, I guess, um, sees it on the six o'clock news. And she turns to him and she goes, Dad, do people just sing your song whenever anything happens? He's like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to do anything. People just sing it. She's like, fucking hell. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's real fame, isn't it? When people were singing yeah, a song on any anyway, occasion. Yeah, anyway, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if your song becomes a meme, you've done pretty well. Yeah, right, eh? Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, my, my question is, is, is how does your arrangement go for the songs? Like, do you guys all kind of come to the table with something different, or does one guy do kind of half stuff, and then there's the other, the other half? How does that work for you guys? What's your dynamic? Um, so with the songs, uh, I usually sort of <clears throat> have some time on my own when I get it, and uh, just sort of play guitar and see if I come up with something. Nine times out of ten, I usually always come up with the melody first, uh, just because I find that the easiest thing to come up with. That's only me personally, though. You know, other people have different ways of doing things. Um, I'll usually come up with either a chord sequence or a riff first, 
And then I'll bring it to a rehearsal with the guys and say, look, I've got this. You want to work upon this? And we'll do that and we'll decide if it's if it's going to go somewhere. We'll maybe record a little demo, take it away to do some homework and embellish upon it and sort of bring it to the next rehearsal and hopefully we'll have a full song. But, you know, it doesn't always happen like that. But that's sort of the ideal situation of what happens with the songwriting. But obviously some songs take a lot longer to to write if they're a little bit more complex. Yeah, I mean, there was a great um, great point, I think, when we were writing uh, Walk Away, which you played a few weeks ago. Right. Kind of uh, funky. Um, and uh, I think we just we just rocked up to the studio and uh, Tom, our keyboard player, had, had left like a pedal or something <coughs> at home. So we'd kind of all like, pretty much set up at that point. He'd shot off to go grab that. <clears throat> and before he just before we left, we were kind of jamming through this, this little riff. Um, and he, he came back, um, and in the time he, and it had only been about 10, 15 minutes, in the time right. he'd gone to get his pedal and come back, um, it had uh, changed time, like time signature, uh, and was like a fully fledged outro in about like 10, 15 minutes. And he was like, how long was I, was I gone for? Like, <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I mean, yeah, the, the writing process is, I mean, it can be tedious as hell, like it really right. can. Uh, sometimes, like, like some things come quicker than others, and some just you think, like, we'll put that on the shelf, we'll come back to it. Um, I mean, to begin with, play with me. We, we kind of had an idea about it, and then kind of be like, oh, I, I don't know how to take this right now. And we left it for a few weeks, and then came back and was like, like, what? Well, fuck it, let's give this <laughs> give this another go. Nice. And uh, yeah, no, it it, it turned up, you know, the way it did. It, it, like fucking psyched to how it ended up to be honest but yeah that is i mean songwriting is a really interesting procedure well you know what it's, it's, it's always a curiosity to me how every band does it because everybody has their own way of doing things and that's what's the, that's the cool part about it is because you never know what you're going to hear from the band of, of how they say they they organize their songs or write their songs because you're always going to get a different answer and that's one of that's why i love that question because you never know what you're going to hear no, I had one guy. Yeah. One guy years ago said, "About uh, 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 <clears throat> to be still around, but the 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 Twitter handle was Rainbird." It's like, oh, because well, most of my songs I write them from my dreams. Like, well, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, funny it, if that has happened. Yeah. So it can it can switch up on a dime at any time, and that's what makes it so interesting. So it's always uh, for me one of my biggest curiosities. Um, well, just next up um, before we get to a, a song. Um, was there any kind of like set plan to the, to the to this arrangement of songs, or was it just kind of they just kind of fell into place the way you wanted them to? I'd say that they <clears throat> they sort of came one after the other by sort of how things were going at the time. Um, we sort of write a song and we decide if it was you know good enough to put into it. Uh, we didn't really have a, a specific sort of plan right. to how we were going to write these songs and how they were going to be put into this album to be compiled together um it was more just sort of you know yeah these are great tracks you know i think they'd sound really well together um but we had nothing like you know if, if there needs to be this sort of song there needs to be this sort of song it was right. just sort of just track it in and see what happens i think once we had like kind of like 90 percent of the album written it was a case of like okay so like let's kind of play them through and, and kind of hear how each one follows the other uh, and, and just and like because for me like b 
being a drummer, like the pace is obviously quite important. Uh, well, especially when you're listening to an album it's in, in its entirety, you kind of, the pace, even if you don't kind of, like, you don't realise it, it, it actually really, it depends on how well you kind of, the album sits with you. Right. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, when when we were going through this track, so we, were like, we have got, you know, not literally like all BPM, that, like that, that BPM, but it was kind of like, well, that one's, you know, that one's faster, that one's kind of a medium pace, or that, follow that one. It was a case of, you know, what, and obviously like chords and stuff as well. Like, yeah, it was, um, it was a rough sort of idea, but um, it's just sort of how they fit into place. Really. Yeah, but, you know, it, it ended up being really, really cool, really, really interesting. And it was great fun to do the album. Like, where we um, where we rehearse um, is actually where we cut the album, um, a great place called Echo Zoo, which is literally just down the road. It used to be ICC. I don't know if that rings any bells for you guys but it's yeah. um it's quite a prevalent studio back in the day okay um and uh yeah a guy called dave lynch uh helped us out with the the album and uh yeah terrific guy absolutely really yeah. really knows his stuff and the gear he's got in there is just absolutely ridiculous <laughs> he's got i stuff. mean the whole the whole sound is amazing so oh, yeah he must like, have some pretty sweet stuff but you know, yeah. half the battle is what have we got to record on. Half the battle is are the songs any good and can we play our instruments? So you've kind of nailed your bit, but you're always slightly in the hands of someone else, right? <laughs> so, uh, what do you think? Shall we play a song? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're gonna go with uh, the well, let's just explain this first. The first copy we got of the song was instrumental, and uh-huh. then then we get the lyric one, which is like even 10 times uh, better. And uh, that's the one we're playing now. And it was just kind of feisty kind of thing, the way things kind of kind of uh, laid out, sort of thing. So here we go with Grace and Danger and Play With Me. Dig this. Let's do it. Don't you want to play with me? 
beating drum Will you get my body shaking when I wanna run? If I go and lose my way, will you follow me? Can you take me up to someone that I've never been? You've been messing with the rhythm of my harmony Come on, play with me all night like a symphony We're back. <laughs> nice. Welcome back. 
Just a little bit of a quick countdown there off here. So we are back. We uh, just played uh, Grace and Danger Play With Me, and uh, this is the first song we played by them. The instrumental uh, uh, version first, and then the lyrical version. And it's a great song, no matter which way you look at it. And uh, in man, the drumming, this is awesome. Uh, I just love, love the, the, the time signature to it. I just, like, it really just... Um, I'm trying to think the best way to put this. It just really kind of like fits and just works so well, and everything, everything, <laughs> and then everything complimented on the sides. Like Rory, like vocally and the car, the guitar was awesome. Like very funky and very catchy, and just like it just kind of reminiscent of I'd, I'd say myself personally, like of uh, like middle to late '60s and even early '70s. But great tune and love this one from the start. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. We didn't discuss what order we're talking in, did we? Stuart, do you want to we go next? We did not. Yeah, well, I think that's the normal routine, isn't it? So we've been doing this a little while now, so... Uh, oh, we, no, we just got, got the Abbey really Extra. Track. <laughs> it really is a great track. I really enjoyed it. And uh, uh, thanks, guys, for sending the, um, the, the, the whole track over. Uh, yeah, or the whole, whole album over, so I'll be, I'll be on that. And I, used, I think I used that track for the promotional video as well, because it seemed to fit. Yes, just right for for the video, and it, yeah, just yeah, with the pace of it all, I thought it was absolutely cracking. I don't think there's a bad track on there again either. So you know, I think you should um, you should both be very proud of what you've achieved because it is something quite quite unique and quite special to achieve. To be honest, so. Oh, thanks, Joe. That's, that's really cool. No, we are we are so really really happy how it turned out. It's that's cool. Really really good. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fanboy on this now because I absolutely <laughs> love this. So as soon as you know. When we got this album through, I was like, this is right on my street. It's proper filthy rock and roll. It's got that bluesy, <laughs> awesome undertone and all the way through. And actually, I was listening um, to your first EP on Spotify earlier today as well, just to uh, you know, do my research, professional and all that. And uh, I was like, all the way, you know, there's a track in that and there's tracks on this where you've got that cracking wah pedal guitar solo thing going on. You know, I'm a guitarist, so I'm like, yes, oh, this is brilliant. I'm in heaven. I'm having a lovely time. Absolutely love it. So, yeah, I think this is proper class. Like, it always fascinates me when a group of people get together, you know, they could produce absolutely anything. But when you do the sort of stuff that you do, what fascinates me is just, it's it's one of those sounds where I'm like, oh, I wish I'd written that. <laughs> like, you know, it's really relatable in that sense. Uh, and there's a few of those. Like one of those, uh, one of the Jack White solo albums does that to me in a completely different way, completely different style. But yeah, I just I absolutely love it. So I'm extremely pleased to have you on the show and be able to quiz you about it. But also I'm extremely pleased because it gives us a chance to play a couple of songs in one night, which is great. Because uh, then the whole world gets a little taste of uh, of what we hear when we play this album. And this yeah, album's absolutely. not out yet, is it? Uh, it's not well. Basically, basically, the story is we were actually going to put out um, "Play with Me" as a single on the. I mean, we were going to do a big kind of fuck off release show on the 16th of May at a venue right. down here, um, and uh, obviously due to everything been going on, we've had to push that back. And it's not cancelled; it is postponed. So, I mean, everyone that has bought a ticket for that is, you know, is going to happen at some point. It will be this year, fingers crossed. Obviously. Um, but yeah, like, so we, we were going to do a show to kind of mark the release of that, right? Um, and then release the album um, probably kind of like mid to late summer. Um, but again, just because obviously you have to, the timing is everything. Obviously, with um, releasing music, especially when you're like you're um, kind of unsigned and not yeah. kind of fully established sort of thing. Right. Um, so yeah, 
we're gonna have to try and figure out when um, when we're gonna release this. And to be honest, kind of kind of see what the demand is really. I mean, obviously we are like super excited to bear everyone to hear it. Like we've worked, as Rory said, that you know, years and years have gone into these tracks. Um, like proper kind of blood, sweat, and tears right. has got into this this, this album. This Especially band. the blood. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> my logo tattooed on my arm. That's how the logo came around. Oh, oh wow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that yeah, that's it there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll have to kind of see what happens in terms of the kind of lockdown situation and kind of right. when musicians can go out and start gigging again. Um, but. The plan is to get the single out first, play with me, which is one of the uh, you've just heard. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of see the reception of that. We've been obviously sending it out to um to radio stations and the um the feedback has been um really been overwhelming, it's really hum- really humbling. Um so yeah, just gonna have to wait and see really. But you know, if there's a demand to hear our music, then you know, the more we hear from you guys, the more likely we're gonna put something out there. So we, right. we wanna hear from you, you know, everyone else. I think I think it's really interesting like the the benefit of being an unsigned band is you can sort of mirror the release cycle of a you know if you had a label and you can do your you know, sort of 60 90 day build up for an album normally sort of 30 or for a single and then you've got that period after and you've got the build up and the drop and the leveling and you can do all of that and you can create music videos and everything but what I find fascinating you know my band released our first EP in 2014 and about two months, and we, we actually give it away as a free download still to this day. Uh, and about two months ago, someone dropped a tenor on it on Bandcamp, and it's like four tracks. I'm like, why? <laughs> and how? Where did these people come from? Like, I have no idea. So there's that kind of, there's there's something in the timing, you know, is whatever the timing is, and there's a certain amount of planning. But actually, you never know. Stuff takes off suddenly. Um, you know, we had a track that someone on the radio picked up. You know, years after it was released, and it suddenly gave a whole new new lease of life to a different EP, and there's all sorts of, of stuff, you know. Today. Um, a question I was going to ask actually, which is just for purely selfish reasons to do some research, but how did you come across us and, and our show? Because we're delighted when you sent it through, but I've got no idea where it came from initially. Yeah, um, yeah. well, do you remember when you played the instrumental version? Yes, weeks, I mean, yeah, yeah. Months, and you said it came from Unsinker, yes, the oh, okay, so. Basically, I, I, I've been, because obviously I have a lot of time <laughs> so I'm at the moment. So I've been, uh, I've been <laughs> essentially looking at um, like syncing uh, websites and that kind of thing. And basically trying to just use that as a way to get our music out there. Right. Um, and we were very, very lucky enough. The guy that actually um, um, mixed and mastered, well, the guy that mixed our stuff and also got the mastered our stuff managed to get us um, instrumental um versions of our tracks done so we were like really really happy with that and so we've been using the instrumentals and also the fully fledged tracks right. um, on these distribution sites um and uh, for whatever reason sinker have like an upload limit of like 10 meg which right. is, is nothing really unless not you're doing like a two minute song yeah right um which we seem to be unable to do whatever yeah. whatever reason <laughs> <laughs> Writing a short song, so there's so much stuff to put in. Yeah, but but anyway, so um, I had to upload the instrumental ones to Sinker, and that is actually how you ended up playing the, the instrumental first. Yeah, uh, and then I listened to the show and I was oh, like, brilliant, they're playing the track. And then I think uh, yeah, Doctor Bo said, oh yeah, this is a um an instrumental. And I was like, oh cool. And they said, yeah, it's a uh, Grace. And like, hang on, oh, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, the instrumental sounded cool. Though, I mean, it's it? actually <laughs> interesting to hear it without the vocals. It did sound quite cool, but yeah. So that that is how I found you guys. I'm so happy I did because I was saying to Rory earlier, like, a, like it was amazing. Like, you know, what a month or something ago that you were playing like an instrumental track of ours, just out on a whim, uh, and and now we're sitting down chatting. You guys have an interview, so it's it's been a really cool journey with you guys, and we we love what you do, um, and keep doing it like it's, it's just wicked it's helping out those musicians that are trying to sort of get their foot in the door yeah um, and platforms like this is fantastic yeah it's all part of a chain isn't it really yeah you got yeah, it's all Absolutely. to get your stuff heard out there it's all part of a chain and you need the, the the radio stations the smaller ones to build it up to you know to get to the national ones yeah it's, it's all part it's, of it's a, just a big ladder literally yeah uh, we're we're happy to help us literally labor of love like we love this and uh you know the, the wife and i were talking about it earlier and and she's saying well you know we you stress about the show but it's a good stress meaning like when i put the playlist and i go and kind of go over a few drafts roughly literally about two to three drafts per week if i'm lucky so and it's just because i have a certain idea in my head and a, and a certain way i want to flow and I don't want it to be uh, like uh, um, uh, uh, not conditional, but just a, 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 a kind of run-of-the-mill playlist, which any, any radio station puts out with their playlist, right? I want it to be specific. I want it to be more certain and flow a certain way. You know, I'm not going to have like a high jump down to a slow dip without it flowing uh, flowing properly. There's no flow, doesn't flow properly, then forget it. On to the next sort of thing. And that's why I love doing it so much because I just love having to organize that list. But once it's done, I'm happy with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, uh, yeah, our good friend Steph at Sinker deserves a, a thank you then because uh, she's yeah. she sends the stuff every week pretty much, which is cool. But the instrumental was was really interesting because we don't play a lot of instrumentals on the show. No. Um, like, not, not for any reason of them, you know. Most of the ones we don't we don't get a lot submitted, and we don't yeah, really. That's what I say. We don't get a lot submitted. Yeah, but you know the ones that we do that are good, we play. Um, and actually, there's a, a guy we're playing later. He's all instrumental. I think we're playing almost every track from his album over the next few weeks, uh, and giving away a few copies on vinyl that he gave us and stuff like that. So when it works, it works well. But we heard that we're like, oh, that's really cool, and it kind of flowed really nicely. And then when we heard the vocal measure, we're like, whoa, this is very cool. Like it just. <laughs> No, it's a different thing, isn't it? But it's kind of I cool. think the vocal really, really adds to that track. It's, I mean, the vocal is all about sort of just, just losing yourself and just having fun, and um, <laughs> and um, uh, it's yeah, it's just sort of about having fun. It's a little bit, you know, sexy with the lyrics, a little bit sort of euphemism. You can read between the lines sort of what it's about, um, and it, yeah, it's a, it's one of those feel-good tunes that you can dance to easily. As long as your cardiovascular is pretty good. <laughs> quite quick. Yeah. Um, uh, your album, have you? Um, would you consider putting it out on vinyl at all? Is that something you've, you've discussed or is it an option or something, um, a crowdfunder or, or something? Because yeah. obviously when you put it out on vinyl, it's uh, the, the whole sound just becomes even bigger and better. And it's such a great album. It, it almost deserves to be put out on vinyl for it to be complete. That's so I mean, we love to, like genuinely, like having an album cut on, on vinyl has been a, a dream for me for like as long as I've been doing music. Um, it, the, the only, literally the only thing is, is unfortunately the cost. Um, if we were to get enough demand 
for um for vinyl, then like you can guarantee we do it. It's yeah. it's, it's basically cost costing is is literally the only thing. Um, I say de- demand. If we if we get enough demand for it, then fucking definitely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Stuart's completely right. When you do put something on on vinyl. It has that warmth to it, an analog sort of sound that you can't get from anything else. Anything digital right. is not going to cut it. Um, so, yeah, like Aiden said, that would be an absolute win yeah. if we could. Uh, so we just need enough people to buy our merch. We need enough people to buy the, the vinyl, merch. <laughs> uh, buy the CD. Um, and that'd be awesome. And our website for uh, merch is... You tell me you didn't write it down. When you go to our Facebook page, it's the it's the website link um, link, basically. Yeah. It's it's big cartel. Um, but you can find it on there. It's also actually if you go to our website, which is Grace and Danger um, band. No. No, it's just Grace and Grace and Danger It's on here, isn't it? Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> There, there is a, a shop link. We should really know this. I mean, um, there, is a, there is a link to the shop um, via our website that you can look on there. But um, funny enough, it's not the first time we've been asked if we put stuff on on vinyl. Um, you know, we, as I said, we would absolutely love to, like genuinely. Um, but it's just, it's really, I, I mean, I have a mate, actually, we're going to talk about him in a minute. Um, uh, John Coley, who's uh, from Manchester, is an absolutely incredible musician. Yes. Yeah, check him out, guys. Um, yes. I mean, you're actually, you are playing him yes, uh, later on tonight, I think. Yes, we are. Yeah, um, I mean, big, big shout out to him. He's actually um, on the album. Yeah, um, he helped us write some of the tracks as well. And he's on the album doing some BVs on Found My Way. He's doing, you hear that really high note? That's him. That, yeah, he's got a range like you would not believe. And actually, I, I think I'm pretty sure you've got it because we sent you a whole lot. On the um, acoustic version of Day and Night, right. um, he plays this outstanding harmonica solo, nice. um, and it's just brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, big shout out to him. But he actually, he, he, I'm pretty sure um, he's cut some of his stuff to vinyl. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it is expensive. So, you know, right. if you want if it, you, and we'll it. <laughs> you can do it with a minimum of 50 people. And I would certainly Thank buy it. If you, if you do it, yeah. you put I one down. Do okay, well, it's, it's definitely something we're going to think about. Definitely. I'm sure you guys would buy it, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd buy it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd buy it. I'd buy it like a shot. But I know exactly what it's like. I've been looking at vinyl for, for ages, yeah, and it's different. You can get short runs. In fact, someone's just, a good friend at Rise of Zero, has just literally tweeted and they've copied you in. Um, a short run vinyl, um, so Hello Rise and Zigrat is obviously listening, but uh, called Lay, Lays to the Grave, which is a cool name. Um, I don't know anything about them, but the, sometimes the challenge with the short runs is the price per unit is so high, you don't have to sell it at 25 yeah. quid, um, yeah. and it, it doesn't work. And then if you go higher runs, they're great, and you can sell them at a reasonable price for people to buy them, but you know, a lot of small yeah, start start shit like 80 to 100. <laughs> You know, to make it back or whatever. So it's that it's that kind of there's a balancing act in there somewhere. But um, I think one option is um, is double side. So you do like an EP with another band, and you each do a you know you have a side and stuff like that. Yeah. That's quite good. Yeah, that's the sort of punk way of doing it. But um, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I feel like there will be a point where people can start printing their own vinyl just as easy as you can burn a CD, but we're not at that point yet because it's kind of gone through that. You know, at one point, yeah. the vinyl factories couldn't keep up with demand when it started to rise out to make a whole load of new presses. They certainly haven't made one you can have at home yet. <laughs> uh, but when they do, oh, that's going to be great. Well, man. No, I, I... Go ahead, Trey. No, 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 sorry. All you, all you. All I'm going to say is we have time for one more song and a couple more questions. So we're going to get that right now. Cool. So next up is another song which we played in the show uh, once before. It's a great song. This is Grace and Danger called Losing Grip. Dig this.
catchy bluesy it had all wrapped up man that was 60s 70s mixing with some some kick-ass blues what a great tune that was i love the vibe of it it just flowed so well i just yeah i nothing but good things to say about that song thank you yeah well, as i said in the uh, affair it's just it's just a beast of a track it's just an absolute beast you know you cannot go wrong with it it's uh yeah from start to finish yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, it definitely uh, almost describes the entire album. Uh, you know, in that one track, is it just it's just a beast, and it just rolls, and it's just it's just fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I mean, how can I beat that? Yeah, how can I say something better than that? But it is. It's absolutely fucking brilliant. It's a great, 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 great track. Um, you guys mentioned off air in our behind the scenes Facebook video about the, just the, how epic that solo is. You describe it as a monster of a solo, one of you to the other. It, and it is, and it's got this amazing musicality and, and um, just the, the tone of the guitar and the chord progression behind it and the way it all puts together. It's absolutely beautiful, but let's not, you know, I, I love guitar solos, on <laughs> day, but let's not, forget how tight that rhythm section how lush that organ is by the way i love love a bit of uh yeah, no. Tom, Tom is on another. yeah just love a level absolutely brilliant uh and yeah you and the breakdowns everything you guys do breakdowns really well is that a, a, a deliberate is that an intentional thing you have to write or do you find that you come to a point in a song where you yeah, need to yeah. step back that yeah that was yeah it's a weird one like we've, we've noticed i mean even when we when i mean you said you listened to the old ep we put out a couple of years ago um, like you might notice in that one, there's quite often like these kind of like breakdowns. And honestly, we don't do it deliberately. It just kind of happens. I mean, it's really weird. I think breakdowns are great because you, you sort of go from something big, like it doesn't lose the grip. So you just go from a massive guitar solo. You know, my ego is growing by the second here. Um, <laughs> and then, and then you come down to this sort of delicate little bit, which is the breakdown. And from there, it can only build. So Therefore, when the build comes in, it sounds even bigger. So that little breakdown section is golden because it gives you, you know, the ceiling. The sky's the limit. To go, right. Yeah, it's sky's the limit to basically break through and just smash it to the end of the track. It's al- it's almost like a soft reset. <laughs> you can kind of you can kind of build up to a point, and it's like okay, so we're gonna gonna go down for a little while, and then you know what's next, and it's like oh, okay. That, 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 that's happening next. 
Yeah, like I don't know. Honestly, it's not. It's not deliberate. We're not like right, right down there. It's kind of just. I don't know. Yeah, it just it just kind of happens. But as already said, it's a, it's a good way to kind of bring it down off this kind of high intense more like thing, and right. then yeah, and then kind of take it somewhere else. Or it it works perfectly for outros. So yeah, feels, I mean, you know, feels like um. Like to me, it feels like sort of you know like a pagan dance or something. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like it's like a rain dance or whatever. Where it kind of it starts as a thing and then it goes into something. It tells a story. You know, that's what all those things yeah. were expressed. It wasn't just you know three steps and a dance hall thing. It was storytelling and magic and all that. There's a little bit of that in that. There's a little bit of that in all good sort of classic rock and roll stuff. I've, I've heard that song described as a lot of different things, but a pagan yeah. dance is not that. Is that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we are nothing if not unique in our descriptions on this show. Um, I know Stuart's got a question, but I just want to shout out so a band called No One Sun has tweeted us and they said another wicked track. Uh, definitely checking out the album. Makes me think of the music, which I agree. I love the band, the music. If you remember Take the Long Road and Walk It and, and that whole album, which I think was just called The Music, was amazing. Um, and they say, I want to say Riftastic, but I won't. I mean, you just did. Uh, and love and respect to Dr. Baines and Mike Five NMS for shining a light on us all lurking in the dark. Well, that's our pleasure and our privilege. Thank but um, yeah, there you go. You've gained a fan, a few yeah. fans, I think. And Right on. Well, um, I, I hate to, to, to break the party here, but we're pretty much out of time uh, for the interview. So um, last question is, what's next for Grace and Danger? Look at Roy's face at everything. <laughs> yeah, we basically, we're doing these live streams on Facebook. If you haven't checked yes, it out, please yes, do. Yes. We're calling it the Isolation Tapes. Um, it's on our Facebook page, so please check all those videos out. Me and Aiden have worked really hard on them, so I'd be really grateful if you liked and shared them and followed up the page. <laughs> Take a break. Um, and also, obviously, the next thing is the single release show of Grace and Danger. Uh, yes. uh, play with me. Yeah. Um, that will be some point, hopefully this year. It will, uh, it will be this year. <laughs> all that have been bought are still valid, yeah, so will be, yeah. do not worry about those. It will be done, and I think me and Aiden are planning something a little bit special for the 16th of May, which was the original yes. release date. Yeah, uh, yeah, as we said, it is definitely happening. Um, the, the kind of reason, yeah, we've um, we've been carrying on these live streams is to basically tell people we are still out there, we are still here, uh, we're still making music, um, and we're we're kind of missing the the music life and and, and everyone coming here right. and, and playing to people is you know crucial for musicians i mean without that what's the point i mean so yeah we are still going um yeah and also please if you could check out our socials so facebook is just grace and danger on facebook uh soundcloud is grace hyphen and hyphen danger uh youtube is grace and danger bands instagram is grace.and.danger twitter is at grace danger and spotify is grace and danger just look out for our logo um and that's pretty much it thank you very much for having us it's been absolutely amazing yeah well, and if you can't good. remember all of those things it's graceanddanger.co.uk because i did yeah. actually look up your website so we can probably update more often than we do but yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. to everyone else as well um for me, thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Um, I feel like Stuart said he had one last question and we didn't get to it. Have we, should we, 
is, am I right, Stuart? We've got five seconds. Well, well there was there was a question, but it's okay. Oh, I just want to know how you came up with the name for the band. Who's Grace and who's Danger? Oh, this this is make it quick. Right. So uh, obviously, um, John Mayer is not our uncle. We we love him, but he's not our uncle. John Martin. Uh, he's John Martin, um, and uh, essentially, um, he did an album and a song uh, called Grace and Danger. Um, and we just felt it was a wicked name. Um, very fitting. And, uh, yeah, it, it just, it went on from there. Um, and we, we, we've been carrying it ever since. Uh, and it's, I, I feel like it's really suited us. And if you want to know who's grace and who's danger, well, it just depends on the day, really. And sort of <laughs> <I'm in. laughs> Pretty much. That's what I that, it, that answers my question. <laughs> it's sparked us. Oh. I think you're listening. It sparked us to do a random name generator. Either way, guys. Cool. Thank you so much. Yes, Sorry, thank man. you very, very much. It's been a great pleasure, and we'll have to have you back on again sometime soon. But thank you so much. It's been awesome. Like, love the music, and thank you for joining us tonight. Thank, thank you to everyone who tuned in as well. Yeah, and yeah, thank you for your questions as well. It's been it's been really a fun. Really enjoyed it. Right. Well, we'll definitely keep in touch and we'll talk to you and guys. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. All right. Good night, guys. Okay, guys. What's up, guys? Here? So, uh, still, you with us, buddy? Um, okay. I, I don't think Stu is with us. <coughs> Hello? Oh, there we go. Hey. Yes, yes. Hey. Hey. Hey, he's back with us. All right. So, man, how much fun was that with Rory and Aiden from uh, Grace and Nature? Yeah, the great lads. Top lads. Yeah, really great. Yeah, great lads and great music. Yeah, you can't go wrong, really. And they're Eastbourne. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are so many great bands in Eastbourne that yeah, it's it's you know, it's, it's definitely a growing town with some great bands coming from it and some great music. It's um, yeah, it's not obviously not a hotbed, but it's not not doing too bad either, to be truthfully honest. So, feels pretty hot to me, mate. <laughs> well, right on, man. That's how well, we like it. Exactly. Well, let's get <laughs> this rolling, and man, this next band, Body Jar. This one song, Emperors at the Gate, um, I'll, I'll send my comments be, until we get back on air. But uh, one of the song, I'm sure there's one um, um, influence that Mike, you and I will definitely, or at least I, I picked out already, but I'm sure you'll pick out as well. But uh, dig this. This is Boy Jar, Emperors at the Gate. Dig this. This is a calling to everyone. There's the name of Malachan We're drawn Everyone Those that bear the mark upon the rest Raise to attention and stand the mental Your proximity it quivers my spine Speak 
jar with embers at the gate and man that song hands down 100% remind me completely of Mars Volta and holy crap did they ever do a great job of like taking their hats off to them because wow lyrically the guitars were just badass as hell and it's it's such a shame that this is their 
literally this is their last album. They're not going on tour anymore because obviously the current situation. But man, what 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 a what a shame that we won't be able, we'll never be able to hear this live. Yeah, it's a great track. Uh, so yeah, absolutely cracking from start to finish. Uh, the um, there's definitely a little uh, sort of uh, 80s influence in there. Uh, picked up a few, and then there's like a, a 90s reverb influence in there as well, which I quite liked as well. Uh, then you mix it all together with a sort of a modern twist, uh, and you've got something that's yeah, that's absolutely pucker. Uh, yeah, it's a great track. It's a, yeah, spot on for me. Yeah, just. Oh man, the vocals really got me on that. It's so powerful, and like he does that thing that ill-advised does, where yeah. his voice just breaks at the right point sometimes, and you're just like, oh my god, the emotion. You kind of want to give him a cuddle and say, "Who hurt you?" But it's just, <laughs> <laughs> but it is absolutely brilliant. I love it. And then you've got these strong kind of octave guitar riffs and all that kind of fuzz and reverb and beauty and that and the rhythm section is really tight this is awesome they should get back together just to play this live <laughs> and the apocalypse is finished okay, and, right. and we can get on and, and, and watch them and then you know fine if you want to split up after that whatever but you owe us a gig damn it you owe us a gig do this <laughs> they should do it they should do it just a one-off show to play that album in full live and then that's yes. it yeah just oh. once at least just once. Well, I, I know for sure that our, our good friend Chris Mack would be all over that because uh, Chris Mack and I have been to pretty much every Body Jars show in London. So um, there's obviously a couple that uh, that uh, Lady Bones came w- with as well uh, that Chris yep. Mack may have been around for. But uh, yeah, it's it's just it's disappointing because they're uh, a good group of guys, and but it's unfortunately the nature of the beast. So. Moving on, we got some more kick-ass songs here, and I'm just trying to think what we're going to do next. And actually, you know what? We're going to get to Soul Cura with a song called Faceless Nameless, and uh, we played it a couple weeks ago. And um, unfortunately, their album release is, is being pushed back because of the current situation. But luckily enough, when we decided to play this song, this is actually the single off new album that they're releasing uh, temporarily, well, not temporarily, but coming out. So... This is Soul Cura with Baseless Nameless. Do this.
Solkira with Faceless and Nameless, and that's obviously, well, that's the single they'll be releasing, I believe it's about a week from now, and unfortunately because of the situation right now, their uh, album has been delayed a little bit, but regardless, it's a great album because uh, Dave was kind of sent it to us, and man, is it ever awesome, and this is no exception, this is a great song, and just, I just, I can't wait to hear more from them, and just like really play more songs from this album, because it's such a great album, it's so well done, the vocal leads, it, it's solid. You know, the transitions and the breakdowns, it's just, and the bridge has been amazing. It's a great tune. Love it. Faceless, Nameless, Sulkira. Well, that's one of those tracks that sort of uh, rips your face off, kicks you in the guts, and stamps on your balls. And all you can say is, can I play it again, please? Yeah, it's uh, it's an absolute cracking track. It just absolutely just rips from, from the moment it kicks off. Uh, and just doesn't doesn't give up. It's just absolutely relentless. Uh, so yeah, you can't go wrong with that. You can't knock that song. And all you can really do is just turn it up loud and keep playing it again and again and again. Yeah, I agree. The pace of that is amazing as well. Like the pace, it's like it's like a fight scene in a Guy Ritchie movie. Just like everything kicks <laughs> off from the beginning, and it's relentless for three and a half minutes, and then it's over, and you're like, ah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I want to see that again. But it was just, oh, that was so much fun. The fucking the guitar riff and that is brilliant. His vocal, he's got that kind of, I think I said this week, he reminds me of that bloke from Volbeat. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's cool. It's a very, very cool track. I love that. Right on, man. Well, next up, we have a brand new one by uh, Mr. Ron Bowes. This one's called Kick Your Shoes Off. Dig this, Ron Bowes. Far quite a while, you're drinking now. 
shoes off and that's exactly what uh, my better half uh, wife M does every day when she's home. she gets your shoes off and she just relaxes like she deserves because she had a long day 
and uh, <laughs> great tune. And again, like we said in the past, uh, and we know because he's made it very clear that uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, Rolling Stone influence in there as well. But just what a great, relaxing, chill, like um, very catchy tune, man. Because I really, really enjoyed Ron Bowes, and like he he never sees to me because each time it's a different collaboration or it's a different twist on his on his own music. You know, whether it's with Lauren Reed or whether it's whether it's uh, Partners in Crime. It's it just it's great stuff. Love it. Yeah, he definitely seems to be the master of sort of uh, changing his sound, but still keeping it to that unique Ron Bowles sound that we all seem to know uh, and you can recognise. Uh, it's a great, uh, definitely you can hear the Stones influence in there. It's got the, the, those backing vocals really seem to work really nicely with the track uh, and it just seems to, to, to roll along uh, with that sort of a bluesy feel that yeah, I think that, that you can't help but really enjoy, to be truthfully honest. Yeah, I agree. It's Ron Bays doing what Ron Bays does best. Bays Bowser today. <laughs> tell us how you pronounce his surname. If it's a if it's Bows, send us a gif of someone bowing. That's how we'll know. If it's a bow, send us a gif of a bow. Um, anyway, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but he's absolutely brilliant. Um, this is him doing what he does best, which is seducing you with rock and roll, Stones influence, rock and roll, just beauty and it's brilliant i bet he's a bit of a ladies man ron bays i get that sort of vibe you know got that, right. got that sort of thing going yeah, on yeah, yeah it's just you know he's so smooth like how can someone be that he's the kind of bloke where you know you're in you know you're young and you're single and you're in there and you're having a chat with a young lady and it's all going well and then ron bays walks in and that's it your chances are gone yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah he's macking you on your shit and that's it you're done yeah. <laughs> the pub with two birds on his arm that's it, yeah, 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 yeah. You're sitting there on your own going, oh, have a whiskey then, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so, guys, next one up is a band called No One's Son. We haven't had anything from them in a long time. And, Mike, we did play Ghosts by them on Halloween. But uh, this band yes. is always awesome. And this is always one of my favorite all-time stories is one of the first interviews I did with them, I asked them, like I used to ask in the past, said, how has social media influenced you or helped you out? And they like, oh, well, we had some uh, um, fans in, in Bogota. And one was like, what the hell is Bogota? Like, <laughs> South America. is like, oh, right, I'm so sorry. And still to this day, one of my favorite stories. And on their EP for this for their uh, song, Bogota, that is, a, 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 that is the opening for the song. <laughs> and, and like, where the hell's Bogota? And but always one of my favorite stories. So this is a brand new one by them, and they're doing very well. So here is No One Son, which actually play on their last names. And here you go, the song called Free. Dig this. <laughs> Yeah. 
on no one son with free and so happy here new stuff by them and uh jamie email well dm me uh late just like yesterday and we were talking back and forth and it was so nice to listen to this new song out and he's saying he mike mike you say he loves your comments buddy so he loves your comments <laughs> So, um, but I, I've interviewed him a few times and a couple times with Forgotten Bee because it's because of Forgotten Bee that I got introduced to them as well. So, um, man, but yeah, just, it's, it's, this is awesome. Like, it's such, it's been so long and a brand new song by No One's Son and like, one of my favorite kind of, uh, one of my favorite bands and now they have new stuff and it's so cool and like I said, the Bogota story is the best story I, I've got. So there you go with Brandy Nguyen's son, a song called Free. Well, I really like that track. It's, uh, it's definitely right up my street to achieve you know, and I'll be checking them out. So they probably got a, another new fan tonight. So uh, that's that's one thing's for sure. Uh, really like that track. Um, you say they uh, it's new, only just newly released, and they're releasing new stuff. Is it? Well, this one is for sure. Yes, and uh, they they they've been working on, on a few things. But this is the newest one, and uh, the last n- new stuff they did was probably at least three, four years ago. But either way, there life happens, sort of thing. And uh, but they uh, they've been working new stuff, and they are great guys. And I can speak that from experience because I've interviewed them a few times, and they're very, very uh, outspoken people. Well, that's good. Well, that's how you want to be. Uh, yeah, they definitely seem to know what they've been doing, and obviously that, that three, four year hiatus. Uh, obviously hasn't done them any harm because they've obviously yeah. come back uh, with an absolute bang of a track. So, yeah, I'll be checking them out and, uh, yeah, maybe even dropping them a little message because I quite really like that track. So It's cool, man. It's very good. Yeah, so the Ghost came out in 2016, I think. I think I looked it up. Yes, yes. When we did it in Halloween. So it's, it's well, and then, yeah, to have this. Oh, yay. Uh, it's cool. But they're, they're, they're cool guys. Um, I really, really like this band. I'm glad they like my comments because, you know, I, I live for that. <laughs> um, but no, it's, they, they are quality. Um, this track is, is just got that. Um, oh, I cannot think of the, the name, actually. There's a band that it really reminds me of, and I can't quite think of their name, but it's, it's kind of the way the vocal is so deeply embedded and you have this soundscape it goes right to the edges of the, of the kind of spectrum in, in the left and the right uh, it's this synthy orchestral type thing going on there um you know loads soaked in reverb and the way the vocal just sits under that or just over it it's like i've said this before it's like good vocal line right for me it's like a cork floating on the sea so it's right. just above the music but it's also just under it as well if that makes sense if the sea is the music in my weird analogy <laughs> and i really like like that that just it works it's really difficult to describe it you can see it on a screen actually when you track a vocal and you're mixing something um and it's just beautiful they've done that really really well um, i guess is the point i'm trying to make uh, it's very cool um uh, fans of the show new fans of grace and danger based on our comment earlier as well which is also good to hear so yeah absolutely brilliant love these guys that's a cool track want to hear more and more and more right on well next up is a brand new grass card called the shroud dig this do it. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
Right on! Fucking grass cutter from Newcastle, man. That is the shroud, and that's Dave Singh, who is Spinflint, who also sings for the Guaco Project as well. And man, what a great tune that was! And I'll be honest with you, right now, I told Kim this is um, I was had some ideas in my head, and I kind of rang it down, and I'm I'm essentially writing a song for Dave from Grasscutter to sing as, as, as a kind of side soul project. So hopefully he turns out well, but uh, man, what a great tune. What a great vocalist he is and what a great lyricist he is as well. That was great. And it was awesome. That was Grasscutter, The Shroud. Yeah, really great tune. Uh, those guitars absolutely sing. The vocals are absolutely spot on. Uh, it just seems to, yeah, just, just kicks ass. It's a, it's a, it's a beast of a tune. Uh, just yeah, absolutely fantastic. Really, really enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't knock it in any way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely outstanding. Um, sorry, I've just got my <laughs> idiot. I've spilt lager all over the floor. Um, sorry, um, absolutely outstanding. I love these guys. I think they're just brilliant musicians, brilliant songwriters. Um, that track is very, very cool. It's got a. Um, I don't know, actually. It's kind of, it, it's got like a Datsuns thing going on in some of the guitar work, but it's kind of soaked in reverb and pulled back. It's not like heavy distortion. It's more fendery than Les Paul, I guess. And it's just, yeah, it's just brilliant. It's very, very cool. The vocals are brilliant. David's amazing. But um, the whole band, when they play together, is just like, yes, please. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm going to go on mute now while I clean up all this mess I've made. Right on. Well, man, next up we have a brand new Bono Lux song, the song's called The Vying. Dig this.
right on. Bono lugs with the vying, and another cure single from them, uh, and they've been very frequent the past like at least a month or so. But that's no something to rule, and what a great tune! Love the vocals, and when I first listened to the song, I passed the, the headphones on to him. I said, hey, "You have to listen to this because it sounds familiar." What do you, you think of this? And what do you think? Revivalist. So there you go. A great tune and a great comparison right there. So love the tune. Thank you so much to Funolux and a song called The Vying Big Dad. Next. <laughs> I think you're on mute, Stuart. What's that? I think Stuart's on mute. Stu? Sorry. <laughs> I was on mute. I do oh. apologise. Oh, there we are. Uh, there we are. Hello. Hello. I'm back Back in the room. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's uh, an absolute tune. Uh, again, you're, you're just churning out tune after tune after tune tonight, and that's uh, that's right up there with them. Again, it's uh, another fantastic track. Uh, yeah, just, um, just just, just, the pace of it was, was absolutely spot on. You can't knock that at all. Uh, yeah, the vocals were great. Those, those riffs were, were filthy. Which we love, we do love, <laughs> and it just, yeah, it just, just bolted out like it from, from, and just didn't stop from start to finish. Great track. Yeah, I'm 100 with you. It's, it's bang on with that one. It's just got, it's got pace. It's got loads of space. It's got pace and space. How about that? Space in your face. Uh, it's absolutely um, just brilliantly kind of. Uh, orchestrated and again it's another one like it goes really really well actually the the um the sequence there um you know that with the last track where they've both got this big soundscape and it's really wide and just sounds really lush um yeah that's cool good guitar work really good drums on that one really strong and he hits those drums hard well um, right on, man well next up we have brand new red or dead for the brand new album this one's called UK Publicity Machine. Dig this.
on Red or Dead with Publicity Machine, uh, or UK Publicity Machine, which uh, the song's a little bit older and they remastered it, but a great tune. Love the song, and it's got a very, very, very strong political view, obviously. <clears throat> but it just very catchy nonetheless, and I love it. Good tune, good lyrically, good bridge, right on. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's uh, how you do folk punk uh, to perfection. Uh, it's got that political edge. It's kind of it's kind of got that gravity sound to it that, that kind of really works. It's kind of acoustic-y folk as well, but it's still driven and still kind of got that uh, that edge to it that you, know, that you like with a little bit of punk, but with uh, mixed in with some acoustic-y kind of feel to it as well, which um, all seems to work very, very well. Yeah, I love these guys. I'm a huge, huge fan of these guys. I think it was nearly two years ago we interviewed them. Yes. Uh, which seems insane. And I think I it was where... Yeah, I know, it's mental. And I think it was when a version of this track came out. And now uh, now the album's out, Anarchy is Liberty. It's brilliant. It's right up my street in terms of the, um, the style and the message and that raw, like Stuart said, folk punk. <laughs> Just... Brilliant. <laughs> it's a really brilliant um, combination. It's got all the elements that you need in there. And there's some brilliant tracks that we'll be playing over the next um, next next few weeks on this, I'm sure. But yeah, it's just it's it's protest music for the 21st century um, at its finest. It's absolutely brilliant. Very true. So we have one more song for part one, and then we'll take a quick break and get to part two. So. Last song for part one is, drum roll please, a, a guy named John Coley, who was suggested was by Aiden from Grace of Nature, and the song's called Symphony for Judas. Take this. <laughs> Spent too long on the firing line and There was too much time Between that girl's heart and mine She lights a third cigarette With a fifth match And a distance in her eyes And says she's fine Cause there's no winning her battle So she'll weigh out mine with Sparks of phosphorus and nicotine Sympathy for Judas Because no one's ever what they see She says the same Have I gone too far this time? Is it 
time I chose between water and wine With sparks of phosphorus and nicotine Sympathy for Judas because no one gets to be who they want to be Symphony for Judas, and that was courtesy of of Aiden from uh, Grace and Danger, and uh, he uh, passed it along to me. It's a it's a great song, and I just love the title. Just it's a title in general. It's a great great title for the song, but man, floats so well. Great tune and very very mellow, but still badass as hell. Yeah, absolutely fantastic track, because uh, uh, John came on the show when Grace and Danger came into the studio uh, last year, I believe. Well, excuse uh, us, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was absolutely fantastic. He is a, he's a real talent, absolutely beautiful track. Uh, what a perfect way to end the first uh, first part of the show as well. Uh, those vocals are absolutely stunning. The, the, the lyrics are beautiful. Uh, the whole arrangement just seems to work just beautifully. 
and uh, yeah, absolutely outstanding. So yeah, you can't knock it. Uh, absolutely uh, top draw. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. Um, just the, the structure of that, the vocal with the piano, the way that he drives the song. Uh, it's not that kind of wishy-washy piano singer-songwriter kind of rubbish. It's a little bit, it's minor, it's jazzy, it's a little bit. It's got um, substance. Yeah, there's something in that vocal that really brings it to life. And then there's, I say simplicity, I can't play the piano at all just for reference. <laughs> <laughs> so the simplicity of the piano really then lifts it, you know. It, it could have gone all sorts of things like that, you know, but it, it's just the way those chords fall and the passion and the emotion and the vocal. That is brilliant. I really, really like that. I think that's really strong. Um, Stuart, I said I'd let you plug your um, up and coming and returning radio show because you're. you're You've been working all day. It might not be joining us for all of part two, so we ought to get a little plug in. Well, yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, I've had a little hiatus. I've been off for four weeks, I think, four or five weeks. I've had, I've had a little break from the radio, but I am back. I'm back this Thursday at eight o'clock uh, on ninety five point nine Hashem FM. Uh, it's a uh, well, it's going to be a cracking show. Obviously, I've had all this little break. I've had loads of tracks come through. And, uh, I've got enough tracks now to last me probably another four or five weeks at least. Um, uh, so you can uh, check out the show. It's going to be absolutely outstanding this week. It's uh, going to be an absolute banger from start to finish. Um, uh, I'm throwing in some live tracks as well. So I've dug into the vault and pulled out some live tracks from uh, some guests I've had in uh, live in the studio. Uh, you can find out more about the show via the website, which is at www.thepremiumblendradioshow.co.uk uh, or .com. Uh, go and check out the website. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful website. It cost me an absolute fortune. Uh, there's lots of beautiful things on there. You can tune into the show. Uh, you can listen to past shows and see who I would have had coming in had we not been attacked by the COVID-19. Um, you can also send your tracks in via the show. There's a little uh, contact page uh, where you can uh, attach your MP3s uh, and send them with a little message. and We'll check those out. Or you can also... Uh, have a link to we transfer we can send us lots of tracks which always makes us very 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 happy uh on a regular basis um and uh, yeah just go and check it all out uh, we play the best new and unreleased uh, indian alternative rock tunes every week uh, and i've had a break and i've got fucking loads of great tunes <laughs> <laughs> cool but but you're going to be with us for a bit in part two anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've just uh, I've been working on it all day today. And obviously uh, last week I spent seven days or six days taking emails off. Obviously I wasn't working really hard, but I was taking emails off about six days solid. Um, and it's just it's just been absolutely crazy. So uh, I'm, I've been working from about nine o'clock this morning oh, wow. uh, and I'm still not finished. And I've got to record the show tomorrow. Uh, so because obviously I can't go into the studio, so I've got to pre-record it. So I've got to do all my notes and everything, get all my uh, all my the back stuff and look into everything and get the the, 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 stro- the show structured uh, for to do the pre-record. So it's been a bit of a bit of an intense day today. Fair enough. So let's end part one like we always do. Let Mister Krieger take us out. Take this memory banks of the supercomputer. <laughs> Shrinky-dink that! Krigger out!